This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi, and we are so thrilled to be back with you for another episode. And this is going to be a really good one because this is something we get questions about all the time. It's either, how do I find out what I want? Or how do I turn that want into a desire? How do I get emotionally involved with it? And so if that's you, if that's something you've been wondering about, today is the perfect episode for you. Arash, how are you doing, my friend? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? Glad to be back here. I know I'm doing great. Happy to be here this week. Happy to get into this topic because it is one that people struggle with and have a little bit of a disconnect with. And I think you're the perfect person to bridge that gap. So what I want to jump into is you have this want, right? You have like a goal, whether it's really clear or even if it's a little bit vague, how do you take that want and turn it into a desire? Well, we've got to ask ourselves first off, what do you really want more than anything else? Now, a lot of people will say, I want a bunch of different things, but they're not committed and clear to it. The whole achievement process starts with a want. We could talk about it today, if you'd like, of how to turn it into a desire and how to bring it into form. But we have to know what do we want more than anything else in the world? What is that one want? Now, I want everybody to hear this. Like right now, if I ask you, what do you really want? Is it a clear image in your mind? What comes up on the screen? You'll know if it's clear that you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. And if it's vague, it's not going to have a lot of power. So I always like asking to trigger people. Because if you ask 100 people what they want, 95 people out of 100 won't know. There'll be two out of those five that have an idea, they'll say, I know what they want, then you go deeper, and they're like, I don't know if I really want it. And there's three that really know what they want. Mm -hmm. Without knowing exactly what we want, we're living life completely unconsciously. We're living it based on the law of averages. So the question first that I'd like to ask is a couple. What do you really want more than anything else? That's number one. The second question is, What experiences would I like to have? How would I like to live? Where would I like to vacation? Put that around your want. What kind of life would I like to live? What kind of income would I like? What kind of family life would I like to have? Then it's what changes would I like to make? Uh, Now you're thinking about where am I to where I want to go? This is where your want will really get clear. And then If you start really asking these questions, you're going to start activating yourself. And I remember for so long, I had been studying personal development and I was creating no results. For three years, I was creating no results. And I couldn't understand why. It's because I said I wanted something, but I wasn't committed to it. I wasn't all in. It wasn't what I put all my energy and attention on. Uh, See, we've got to put so much attention on our intentions and developing our goals. See, it starts in a want, and the want starts on our subconscious mind. It starts with the essence of who we are, and the want really activates in our conscious mind. Now, most people, they'll get an idea, and they'll be like, oh, that's not for me. That's too big. So they reject it right away. What I want everyone to do is start accepting 
the big idea. Start accepting how you really want to live. And then once you accept it, it seeps deep in your subconscious mind when you accept an idea because you're accepting it with your imagination. Now, we want to do the repetition of putting all this attention on it, and then you're going to internalize it. And that's when the fun starts happening. Raj, you just barely started going where I want to go next. And that is a lot of times people will sit down and whenever they go to think of what they want, they think about what they want within the confines of the circumstances of their life right now, right? So what would be the best case scenario of my current circumstances instead of opening up the circumstances to a new set of circumstances, jumping out of that box? Can you talk about how to let yourself go there and that that's the only way you create new circumstances? Well, you kind of just answered your own question because you said it perfectly when you said, yeah, how do you let yourself? You have to let yourself dream. You have to let yourself expand. I had a client yesterday I was working with. We did a seminar recently and she said, I have realized after listening to you for the last several months, I've stopped dreaming. I don't know how to dream anymore. And I said, that's not true. I said, you've created a relationship that it's better to play it safe. And she goes, I don't want to do that anymore. I said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to willingly suspend out. Forget about what's happened to this point. I said, your next move is the most important move. And I said, I want you to get out a pen and paper. And I want you to write out exactly how you want to live. And in the present tense, and I want you to dream. I want you to expand. Forget about if it's possible. It's just, do you really want it? And that's how you start letting it happen. See, none of this happens. Somebody could be sitting there being like, you know, I've been really activating your guys' lessons the last few weeks, right? And I'm seeing what I want. I'm visualizing it. I'm acting on it, but I'm not seeing results. Well, why not? This is where people reject their wants. Why? Because they've got a program and they've got to understand how much this program is controlling them. See, until you shift the program, which is the paradigm, which is in a section of your subconscious mind, you're not going to allow the want to express itself because you've got to internalize it. And this program is how you're seeing the world. It has exclusive control over your behavior. And 95% of our day is based on our old behaviors and our old conditioning. So we've got to spend time and match our new program to our want. That's the key. And so we have to turn it into a desire. That's that's Once it's a desire, it always beats your program. And now I'll go over something that's that's a big idea that I knew was a big idea when I first learned it is once you have a want, let's say somebody, Mike, has a want that they want to create and triple their results. And they say, uh, so the first thing you do is you accept the idea, you commit to it. So you make an irrevocable committed decision. And you say, this is what I'm doing no matter what. Then you say, you create a statement around it. You say, I'm so happy and grateful that I have tripled my results easily and effortlessly. Now, it's not a belief yet. It's not a desire. So you have to do the repetition of repeating that over and over to yourself and then start behaving like that person. Now, through the repetition of seeing yourself behaving like that person from the end, 
you now are starting to internalize it. And we have to emotionalize to get from our conscious to our subconscious to get it into form. And it's the repetition. You may have to do it a thousand times. I don't know. You may have to visualize it. And you have to go step out and act like that person. But here's the cool thing. It starts in your subconscious as a want. It communicates to your conscious mind. You accept that want. You say, this is what I'm doing. I am doing this. I don't know how long it's going to take. I am committed to doing it. Then you start writing it out and committing to it. You visualize it. You go out and take action steps like that person. And the repetition of doing it turns into a desire. Now, this is the part that's a big idea. Once it's a desire, the desire is not just in your subconscious mind. It's in universal subconscious. And once it's in your subconscious, the whole universe conspires on your behalf to make it a reality. That's when you'll start meeting out of the blue this has happened. Oh, my God, this this random thing happened that showed me this person. That's the whole creation process. That means you've internalized it, and then you're going to change your results. Mm -hmm. There's so much power from taking your goal from your head and getting it into your heart and getting emotionally involved. But it's something that a lot of people struggle with. They're so analytical. They're so in their in the mechanics of goal setting or goal achieving that they're not allowing themselves to really get emotionally involved. And so you're saying the repetition, but how do they feel the achievement? How do they get into the spirit of the idea? Well, you got to fall in love with the want. I mean, that's the that's the key. That's what you just mentioned. Entering in the spirit is falling in love. It is your goal. You've got to fall in love with your want. Think about the first time you ever fell in love with somebody. You always were thinking about them. That's what we have to do with our want. We have to always think about it. And when you fall in love and when you're in your head, you're using 2 to 4%. Remember, we have to understand how our mind operates. We have a conscious mind, we have a subconscious, and we have a body. And our conscious mind is where our intellect resides. It creates 2 to 4% of our results. I want you to burn this in your mind. I'm not making these numbers up. These are studies on brain plasticity. Your subconscious mind creates 96 to 98%. So what we want to do is put our idea into that 96 to 98%, which is your subconscious. And you do that through first falling in love with an idea, deciding on exactly what you want more than anything else. And you become that person. You live from the end. How does that person act? How does that person feel? How does that person, who do they associate with? You know, and you want to start picking the brains of people who are already there. So let's say I was going to talk to somebody who's already achieved what I wanted. I would come prepared with six, five or six well thought out questions for that meeting. And I would just pick their brain. Well, you become who you associate with. So you're coming from the goal. And that's how you really will easily and effortlessly get out of your head. But you've got to be willing to do the repetition. Mm -hmm. I'll give you guys a trick right now. Anytime you're rationalizing, you're not in control of your old program. You're not going to go any further than you are. Anytime you're using logic, you're rationalizing, you're letting the old program control it. You want to become illogical. There's so many things that I had to do that were so illogical. It made no sense, but I trusted my mentors and did exactly what they told me to do. And then all of a sudden it opened the space for the good that I desired.
Do you want to create freedom in your life? You know, I feel like that's one thing that I know for sure about you. First, because who doesn't want to create freedom, but also because you're listening to this podcast. And that's something that we're passionate about helping people achieve. Something that Araj is so good at is simplifying almost anything and getting you into action and implementation. Success and freedom don't have to be complicated, but there is a system you need to follow. And wouldn't it be nice to know the exact steps involved? I agree. Araj is hosting a free hour-long webinar with the three steps to create freedom and you're invited. Go to vosscoachingcode.com forward slash freedom to register. Raj, you mentioned something twice there that was really easy to miss because you mentioned it pretty quickly. And that was coming from the goal, thinking from the goal. And so I want you to explain and go deep on the difference between thinking from the goal, acting from the goal, as opposed to thinking to the goal and acting to the goal. Yeah. So if you're acting to the goal, you're saying when when I do this and this will happen, then this will happen. You're not coming from the person you want to become. You're coming from the same program and you may achieve a short term goal just through uh, hard work and will, but it's not going to sustain itself. When you're thinking from the goal, what you're doing is you're saying, if I had achieved this, what would my behaviors be? And then you start behaving like that person. So let's say, I can tell you for me, when I was failing miserably, I was in a lot of debt, and I started, I said, this is what I'm going to do. My goal was to create freedom. That's what I wanted. And I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Well, I started, the first thing I did is I got the right mentor who taught me how all this works. And I did exactly what they told me to do, but I didn't just do it when I was with him. I would pick his brain and I would constantly be studying the behaviors of a successful person, of somebody who was free. And then I made a part of my behavior. So I would act in a certain way. I would take action immediately. Like I would do it now, do it now, like immediately. I would start operating with a bigger idea of myself, a bigger image. So I would come from, and I I remember I used to write down, I always have a pen with me because when you write it, you could create it in your mind. And I would write down the top five behaviors of that person that I wanted to be with that goal. What were those top five behaviors? To me, it was always falling in love with service. It was getting out of my comfort zone and taking at least one big idea every day out of my comfort zone. It would be accepting and rejecting, accept only what I wanted. So I disciplined myself and disciplined my thinking. I wanted to create the most amazing attitude towards everything. So these are some of the things that I did from the person that I wanted to be. And then gradually I became that person. But what's interesting, when you build it into a desire, desire is a release of energy. If somebody is saying to us, you know, I've been lethargic, I've been really tired, they don't have a goal. I'm telling you this right now, they do not have a desire. They're not working towards anything. A desire is our high octane fuel. It's our release of energy. And our job is to feel good. Our job is to think, feel, and act from the goal, from the end. And our job is to build our want into a desire. Once it's a desire, it's a done deal. You know what's going to be the biggest culprit that stop people is their present circumstance. Yep. This is so important to understand. 
When you're letting your present circumstance control you, you're letting it control your attitude, but it's not just controlling your attitude, it's controlling your thinking. And that thinking is going to tell you why, let's ease up on it. Let's not bet on ourselves. It's more comfortable this way. You have a good life. Why are you wanting to stretch? And it's going to get you to internalize and keep all your attention on what you don't want. Or it's going to get you to put all your attention on the past. I've tried it before. You've got to really detach from those five senses because that's where the paradigm works. The paradigm goes, and it's so sensitive. It will communicate to your senses that are so sensitive, and it'll get you to internalize what you don't want. So we've got to understand until we, we have to know, number one, what do we want? We have to internalize our want through the repetition of thinking, feeling, acting, and seeing ourselves behaving like that. And then it's a desire, it's a done deal. That's it. You want to make it very simple. And then we make our new desire, our new identity. Then it'll be harder not to do it than to do it. And that's how you know the goal is done. I could not agree more that what's going to hold most people back is their present circumstances. And so in order to suspend those five senses and take the first few steps, it's going to feel awkward at first. It's going to feel scary. If you're not used to doing this, it's going to feel very uncomfortable. And so what is your recommendation? Is it sure willpower? Is it discipline? What is it that's going to get them through that barrier? Well, it's a combination. First of all, like Napoleon Hill had a great quote. He said, in the beginning, you have to will yourself to be great. See, the program has to be replaced. You can't create something new coming from the same program. That's that's what everyone, the masses are trying to do. They're trying to create something new doing the same things. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Hey, I always tell our clients, uh, this is a black and white deal. It doesn't matter how hard you work or how many hours you put in. If your current program does not change, ultimately the results will be the same from one year to the next. I want everybody to think about this. I want you to look at your results over the last, I don't know, 18 months. Are they the same? If they're the same, you haven't changed the program. And you have to understand the program has to change. So this is where you have to start asking yourself, first of all, do I have a want? And am I really going after it? It is, is it what I want more than anything else? And then we have to understand our mindset has to be stronger than our emotions. If I'm focusing on the outside, well, I'm letting my intellect control my thinking. That's how it works. Your intellect dictates your emotional state. So now the emotions are greater than my mindset. So that's what how I used to live. I used to let the outside dictate the inside. I was living backwards. See, once we understand this, that until the program changes, nothing changes. So if I'm talking to you right now, the first thing you have to do is make an irrevocable, committed decision. I'm going after what I want more than anything else. I don't care how illogical it sounds, but this is what I'm doing. And the best part of this is when you do it, you're going to hit a lot of little goals that are going to give you signs that you're on the right direction. Yep. Raj, we've been doing this a long time, and I can already hear people asking this one specific question, because if we're talking about how important it is to turn a want into a desire, I can hear the analytical people saying, okay, how will I know when my want is a desire? You'll know because that's all you think about. 
That's all you're thinking about. You don't try to think about it. You're automatically thinking about it. In the beginning, you have to have some triggers. Like when we were talking about programs, the best way to change a program that I've discovered is write what you want out in, in a statement and then record it on your phone. Listen to it 10 minutes twice a day. Uh, how do you think our programs have been created in the first place? We're listening to other people. We're watching things from other people. That's how the program's created. Like you and I both have young kids. Yeah. My daughter's nine. My son's 11. And we they're watching everything we do more than what we're saying. Well, that's how the program is created through repetition. So we've got to change it through repetition. Then we have to make the decision. It's such a simple process. You make an irrevocable decision. This is what I'm doing no matter what. Once you discover your want, you write it out. And then you record it, you listen to it 10 minutes twice a day. That's how you emotionalize it. But this is the key. The rest of the day, you think, feel, and act, and you step out and behave like that person from the end. And then you're going to turn it into a desire. It's a done deal. Araj, we're always giving action steps on the podcast. So let's turn what you just said into a very specific action step. So number one would be to write down what you want, record it, and listen to it twice a day for 10 minutes. You want to think. See, a lot of people rush this, okay? It's like when you write out a vision, you want to get really relaxed. So put on some classical music and get out a paper where you're not going to be distracted, not like rushing it, and spend time and understand we trade our life for what we do, okay? And what this want is has to be worthy of you, not that you're worthy of it. And I want you to go after what you really want and write it out. The reason I say classical music is it's going to neutralize your mind. It's not going to feel rushed. You're going to be in a super relaxed state. And then you write it out and then you look at it and you say, is this what I want more than anything else in the world? Then we turn that want. You may write a page of how you want to live. Then we turn it into what is the most important part? You turn it into a statement. For example, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have turned my business into earning seven figures or more, and I love it. And you could say 100,000 or more every month, and I love it. Then you record that. You listen to that 10 minutes a day. And then the next step is you're like, okay, what does somebody who's earning 100,000, 200,000 a month, whatever the goal is, okay? How does that person dress? And you start studying people like that. You study them so closely. Then you say, how do they make decisions? Then you start making decisions like that. How is their attitude? Do you notice that they're around negative people? No. Okay, so I got to take away the people in my life that are toxic. I got to release that. How are they, how is their discipline? Then I would become, I will tell you this, every decision you make is coming from your goal from this point on. That's the big key. Every decision you make, your mind has to operate and match the same frequency of your goal. So all these things that I've given you, you just start matching them each day, and then you're going to see your reality change. I absolutely love that. I think this is such an important lesson because we're really building here. We've gotten into standard. We've gotten into identity. We've gotten into sending a double binding message. And now taking that want and turning it into a desire is such a key piece in living the life that you want to live. Do you have any final comments for us before we wrap up today's episode? You know, I remember when I was first doing this, and it was so interesting. I've shared this story in different platforms. I did this exact process, and all of a sudden, 
things started changing. But I did it with a different attitude. I did it with a different conviction. I did it with a different level of consistency. That's the key. And I remember my mentor and I, we were in New York. And I said, what do you think the biggest part of the philosophy that you changed? And he said, I figured out what I wanted. I wrote it down on a card and I kept repeating it over and over again. He goes, you'll start believing the lies long enough if you keep telling yourself. And I said, that's exactly what I did. We may want to do a different podcast just on this topic on auto-suggestion, but that's what I did. See, what I want everyone to understand is if you, success is simple. Complexity is really what gets in the way of execution. And if you build the idea, that's what you want. That's what I mean, the idea. You hold it long enough, it has to come into form because what happens is the idea is being controlled by your vibration, by how you feel. And your vibration dictates what you attract into your life. So look at what you're attracting. Just know if we were if we reverse engineer this for, for a second and we say, okay, what is showing up in my life? Let's look at my results from a neutral place. And then I say, okay, well, what's the cause of that results? It's my actions. What's the prequel to my actions? It's how I feel. I'm either in a good vibration, bad vibration. I'm on the frequency or I'm not on the frequency, which what is the prequel to that is what I'm putting my attention on. See, thoughts, feelings, actions create the results. And that's what we have to understand. We want to understand this process because once we turn it into a desire, it's done. It is done. That's our job. So good, Araj. That was a fantastic way to wrap up the lesson on a high note. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and leave us a review rating and share it with your friends and family. We would love to have more listeners of the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks, Araj. Thanks, Mikey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.